Andrew, what's going on? So I have uh, been looking at the test results and okay. the exam and it, things like we're going to have to take a little cut off the top. All right, cool. Yeah. Nice. Don't just don't cut it too much, right? I don't have much hair left. So just, just uh, maybe we're some... not taking a little bit. Oh, this is hair. fun, Andrew. Why the chair's going up? We're taking a little bit off. Off of what? Off the foreskin. Like circumcision. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, Nick Drosos. Dr. Andrew Steinberg. And welcome to another episode of... Have the balls to talk about it. Oof, and today we're going to be talking about circumcision in adults. Adult male circumcision. Oh, it sounds so painful, Andrew. Just, yes. just, just a... <laughs> it is not. It is not. It's, it's not? No. So let's just uh, first get this out of the way because these are two... There's some controversial issues there with pediatric or circumcisions in babies. Obviously, that's not what this is about, whatever side of the argument you fall on. Obviously, we're talking about male circumcisions because there's some rituals in some uh, um, countries or, or tribes or I don't know what, which talks about female circumcision, which is really mutilation in my opinion. But with this, we're talking about male adult circumcision. And, um, you know, it, it could be aesthetic reasons. Hey, I just like the look of it, or I like the f feel of it, or my girlfriend doesn't like it. But that's another n another topic. And, and there's medical circumcision, which can be done for certain uh, certain illnesses. Uh, the most common one that I see is phimosis. Okay. So what is and people can be born with it, and people can develop it over time. And what happens is the skin just can't pull down, or it pulls down, and it, you know when it gets below the head, it like strangles. It forms a ring that strangles the head of the penis which is painful and worse with erections is because the penis swells and the tissue becomes less elastic. Um, so I, I normally try to give them a little cortisone steroid cream to try to soften up that skin a little bit, but ultimately circumcision uh, can help that. And sometimes it gets even worse is that uh, because it stretches, you get these little tears, the tears that heal, scar tissues, gets less elastic and it almost forms like a vicious cycle and you get beyond just regular phimosis, you get what we call BXO, balanitis zerotica obliterans, or lichen sclerosis, where you get these scar tissues, and that can start to, you know, stick the head of the penis, uh, the skin to the head of the penis. It can scar the frenulum and, and make that tight and stuck. Uh, it can even block the hole of the penis, make it difficult to pee, or it can close the whole foreskin over the penis, and. Uh, you know, cause infections, even a high risk of penile cancer. Uh, so, so, you know, phimosis and BXO are the commonest reasons why I do circumcisions. Uh, and some people do circumcisions if you have a little uh, recurrent infections or even a little tumor on the tip of the foreskin. Uh, those, are, those are other reasons. But the vast majority are phimosis. Um, or uh, recurrent infections of the penis and, and so on. Uh, what does it look like, Andrew? You're basically cutting off a piece of the skin, right? Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no handling of. You're not cutting off a piece of the penis or anything like that. Right. Because I've heard comments like right. that. Right. So you see, you know. Uh, wait, I'm sure. Pretty sure. Wait, Andrew. I'm pretty sure every guy's asking right now what I'm asking. Will it make your penis look bigger or smaller? Well, <laughs> that's a good question, and uh, I. I've seen people say both actually 
So, uh, you know, because some people have a lot of excess foreskin, uh, it just hang, hangs out, it looks like a, an elephant trunk or something that goes well beyond the tip of the penis. And, and because of that, it, it's what, what the people are seeing at the tip is, is really the skin. So it actually kind of makes the penis look small yeah. because you're just seeing some loose skin. Uh, and other people, uh, you know, feel that just a little bit of that bulks it up and removing it makes it look a little bit smaller. But of course, it doesn't change the size of the penis, yeah. flaccid or an erection in, in any way. Uh, the other thing I hear, I ask is, will it change the sensitivity of it? Mm, now, uh, for people who have phimosis, I say to them, well, look, you're having trouble now and it's uncomfortable to have an erection now. So it may be a little bit different, but you're going to get rid of one discomfort. So you're actually going to be in a better position. Uh, the other thing is that what, you know, the, the, the foreskin keeps it humid. And uh, so it gets a little bit drier once you're circumcised. So there will be, sometimes there's a little bit of change, but it is very rare that I have patients complain about it being either too sensitive because now it's exposed or not sensitive enough because it's sort of drier before. I, I, you know, I, I remember one patient who was upset about it and I've done maybe you know, well over a thousand circumcisions. So it is not, it is one thing that I question, I get every single time. And it is one thing that I warn patients that it could just, just to have proper consent. You, know, you need to tell people that otherwise you know, there's a lawsuit. I, I don't feel my, uh, whatever, I'm, I'm, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I can't come anymore or anything like that. But it's so rare. Um, and again, most patients have better sex afterwards because they're getting rid of the problem that they had. Yeah. But it must it must kill as an adult, right? So, uh, well, the procedure okay, so the procedure is easy, right? Procedure is so easy. So you know what we do is a, a a cord block or a penile block. So if the penis is sticking up, we give about three needles in you know uh, where the nerves come in. Okay. Uh, so a easy little little prick. So you're not uh, you're not asleep. You're not asleep, no. I mean, some places will do it. Uh, so they hospital, just, so you just freeze the penis. Kill. We just freeze the penis. So I freeze the penis. I say to the guy, set in my timer for 10 minutes. I'll be back. <laughs> and uh, then I come back in 10 minutes and I have a little pincher. I say, do you feel that? No. Do you feel that? No. You know, you can chop off the guy's penis and, and they wouldn't feel it. So, uh, you've you never know, done the that? procedure, <laughs> chop off the guy's penis. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I have, but for other reasons. <laughs> So, um, so it, it's it, the procedure should should be if frozen properly, and you know the the, the, the urologist or know, knows what they're doing, painless, completely painless. Mm -hmm. And if I have a guy who says, as it's like the dentist, you know, after 20 minutes, I you know uh, <laughs> I say to my dentist, I think I feel something here. They'll give me a little bit more freezing. So it's the same thing. I, I you know I felt that last little stitch you put in. Um, you know, so I'll stop and I'll freeze a little bit more. Wait a couple of minutes. Should be painless. Uh, we also give patients painkillers because as the freezing wears, I, actually I use two types of, of freezing. It's a, it's a mix of medication. One is quick to act but goes away after an hour. One takes longer to act but lasts for eight hours. So I use a mix of these short acting and long acting local anesthetics. Um, but, but invariably after a couple of hours that starts to wear off. So I tell patients before you feel any pain, take a couple of uh, painkillers that we give them. Uh, which is a, I use a mix of Tylenol and codeine. And, um, 
And some pa most patients take it for a couple of times. Most patients feel, besides a little bit of uncomfort or a little bit of soreness, um, they, it's completely good. Most are surprised how well they were able to tolerate. Wow. Wow. You know, once in a while you get a guy comes in after a, a week and they're like walking. I had a guy come in two weeks after his circumcision wearing a bathrobe because he couldn't have anything touch, touch his penis and he was coming in like this. And you know, you, you have to think he's a little bit exaggerating. Yeah, but he came in in a bathrobe into my office. He goes, I can't touch it. I can't touch anything. <laughs> and uh, but was it um, a nice bathrobe? It was a nice white, uh, <laughs> you know, Ritz Carlton. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but but generally, people go back to work. You know, I, I don't want anyone to do any strenuous activities. And yeah. unfortunately, how I long is the recovery? Recovery is uh, like well. What do you call? What depends? What you call recovery? I mean, I tell patients. So to, here's here's it recovery. It doesn't look. When can good. you have sex again? That's probably what four the to six weeks. Four, so yes, you yeah, No, nothing strenuous. No strenuous activity for two weeks. What about you the, can go back to work if you're at a desk job in two days? What three about days? Whack whack whack. Well, it's same thing. I don't I don't mind if you get erections. That's good. I want it to stretch, but no friction. So no masturbation. No nothing. Have you had anybody do something like that? Uh, always. So I had Are a guy. Yeah. And the problem is, is because we put in these, we we, we put in these little stitches to hold it together. Okay. That's the technique that most people use is little stitches. There is a glue technique which can be used, which is a great technique in the right population and the right patient, but uh, not always easy to do when you have phimosis or scarring. So um, uh, yeah, this guy, because he, he felt great after two weeks and looked great, but what he did is he ripped, the, he, so he, he masturbated. <laughs> and what he did is he... <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me he ripped his. He, yeah, he ripped his stitches apart. <laughs> Couldn't wait. Uh, so, what do yeah. you do when you see that, Andrew? Like I, I, I do this. Like, <laughs> you couldn't wait two weeks. <laughs> so, so you give him the operation. He you stitch him up. Two weeks later, yeah. he just feels good. Decides to masturbate. And he rips off. And he rips. Uh, yeah, he rips across. He, uh, he rips the stitches apart. Um, and there's nothing you can do. People say, well, can you just put some stitches in? But that's now infected on the inside. There's bacteria from the skin. Ooh. So if you close that, you're just trapping the bacteria in and you'll have uh, an abscess infection. So you just let it heal by itself and it just sort of heals. If this is the skin edge, it just sort of heals from the inside out and it comes together. It leaves a, it leaves a, a thicker scar for sure. So I've seen the guy masturbate. Another guy I saw li literally a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw another guy who I, he felt good three days later and he went back to work and he had a, a physical labor job so he he got uh, yeah so he oh, just a couple of stitches came apart it felt perfect I, I saw him actually last week after a six-week follow-up and it, it came together well so um, you know typically two weeks of no strenuous activity and for at least four Four if they're greatly if they heal fast, but typically six weeks I try to get them through no sexual activity and anything like that. And um, cause you know aesthetically or cosmetically, the first couple of weeks is pretty ugly because yeah. it's, it's you Swollen. see the stitches which yeah. have to dissolve and fall out. You see the bruising and the swelling. I call it uh, Frankenweenie, <laughs> uh, Franken penis. Uh, but once you know after a couple of weeks, it starts this swelling starts to go down, the bruising starts to go away, the stitches fall up. 
So by six weeks, it looks good. Some people still come in and say, you know, I feel the scar or the scar is a little bit red because uh, the outside strength of the skin is, is good by six weeks, but there's still a lot of remodeling that has to happen under the surface. So I tell patients that, you know, here you are now well along your way, 90% healed, but the, the aesthetics is going to improve still for the next three, four, five, six months. Um, and uh, you know, that's it. And some people come in and have had circumcisions two, 10 years ago or two years ago, and they don't like the way it looks. And I've done circumcision revisions what where I've actually put the skin back. No, I can't. No, you can't not not do that. But I actually remove the whole scar and reconnect it. Okay. So I had one guy, and it, it, for some reason, the stitches sort of every place it was a stitch. We put about fifteen stitches. It it, it pulled up the tissue. So I, I, you know, and I try. First thing is I try to say, look, this is completely aesthetic. Your penis is functioning fine. You know, there's no mm, need yeah. to do it. Um, but some people, because I, uh, you know, it's 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 you're not dealing with a lot of skin. Sometimes there's not tons of skin, that, you know, and you don't want to take off too much skin, because then it stretches with your erection. So I try to convince them out of it. And sometimes I, I refuse a patient. But you know, even the last month alone, I did three revisions of circumcisions, oh. and uh, you got to just remove the scar all around and then uh, you know put it back together again. So, uh, you know, it's a sensitive area and people are sensitive about the looks and the feels of it. Um, and uh, so circumcision revision uh, can be done in, in, in most cases. But, you know, you, you risk, if you, someone didn't scar well, it may be their fault, not the surgeon's fault. Some people are bad scar formers. They yeah. form hypertrophic keloid scars, thickened scars. Uh, so you got to be careful not to promise them everything. Say, look, we will do what we can, but you know I'll do my share, and you do your share by 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 healing properly. Mm. So you know, you know, I, I need the patient to make me look good. Also, I'll, I'll do my part of the deal, but you got to get, you know, you got to have some some good good tissue to heal and, and good healing factors and so on. So, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Have the Boss to Talk About It. Remember to subscribe, hit the bell, tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode, and uh, go get circumcised. Don't.